Before the episode begins, we'd like to have a few words from our sponsor, The Outbreak. A zombie plague has infected the city, and you have to make it to the safe zone within the time limit or be consumed by the horde chasing you down. As you walk or work out, The Outbreak will take the steps logged onto your phone or watch and turn that into power you can use to outrun and outfight the zombie horde. You can participate alone, in teams, or against each other to see who can get to the safe zone first. Each race has a specific story and specific rewards for completing it, like a real-life medal and shirt sent directly to your door. So download the Outbreak on the App Store or Google Play, and at checkout, make sure you use the code PEGASUS. That's P-E-G-A-S-U-S to save 15% on your order. If you want to support us and what we love doing, check out The Outbreak. Now, enjoy the episode. This is Recording 1A. These recordings will be used in a redux effort of the events that took place at the Millennium Park Safe Haven. This operation is being conducted by FEMA and the BOP. If everyone can state their names and positions for the record, speaking is BOP Special Agent Don Fisher. This is Dr. Carter Brooks. I am a field researcher in association with FEMA. My position during this operation is to monitor the subject's vitals, and I will also be documenting any anomalies the subject speaks of in these interviews. And the subject? Reynolds James. Myself and Dr. Brooks have been assigned to reconstruct the events that led to the destruction of Millennium Park. With us is Reynolds James, one of the last surviving inhabitants. Reynolds is currently in a government-sanctioned prison and mental rehabilitation center. But, because of Reynolds' good behavior, we're lucky to have him with us now. Before we start, you've been accused of three counts of first-degree murder. However, in exchange for Mr. James' cooperation, he'll be offered a chance at a reduced sentence upon the trial's conclusion. Confirm this, please? Yes. As an act of courtesy, I will give you the option to make a statement about your ongoing trial. Uh... No. Then can you please sign this and verbally consent to the use of this device? I verbally consent. How are you feeling today? Got two extra peach slices today, so I'm feeling pretty good. I asked them to give you a bigger meal. This process can become very exhausting. You should be thankful. Yeah, the extra two calories is going to make a huge difference. At least you get meals. At least you get water. Touché. Do you have any questions about the procedure being done? Memories, right? Yep. So... Will I be catatonic? Oh, God, no. You'll still be conscious. We will ask you questions, then, as you answer, we will record the memory and it will be played on this speaker. Once a memory starts, the machine will choose a fixed point in that memory and we will hear everything around it. If we need more of the memory, we can stop, reposition, and continue. This injection makes it easier for your consciousness to accept the process, but regardless, don't try to fight it. Ah. And if I don't want to show memory? What did I just say? Uh, Don't fight? This is a prototype. The side effects can be pretty unusual and can cause a severe amount of psychological stress. So just try to relax. Do you meditate? No. Well, maybe you should start. It is a similar process. All right. We must establish a base for the recording. This is not a confession. This is completely separate from your trial. It will be impossible to use this as evidence. But in order to proceed, we need to know your stance. Did you commit any of the following murders? Michael Foster. No. 
Victoria Marsh. No. Krissa Montgomery. No. Thank you. Is the device ready, Carter? Yes. Now, you're going to feel slightly numb, but there shouldn't be any pain. Fantastic. We have been asked to use this opportunity to make a definitive timeline from when you arrived at Millennium to when it was destroyed. So, you want to figure out what happened to the entire camp? Yes. I, I don't know what happened or why it got torched. Any information we can find will be useful. Fine. Let's start with how you learned about Millennium Park and the safe haven. Sure. Win than that fucking mall, though. Fuck that mall. Fuck that mall. We can't stay here. It's not warm. We will die of hypothermia before sunrise. Do you have that stove on you still? Could we use that? Mm, that's that's pretty small. We'd have to get close together to even feel something. I don't mind. How far away is your house? Do you think they'd have power? I doubt it. Plus, I have no idea if my family's home or not. Do you want to see them? Not really. Okay. Uh, we can try my apartment. It's close by. Under the table. Now! If you are in need of shelter, please make your way to the Millennium Park Safe Haven. You will be processed and protected in the designated camp. Please make your way as quickly as possible. Space is limited. Come on. Chris, it's the dead of winter. We need to find some place to stay. You just said you have an apartment. With no heat. We'll still freeze to death. We don't know that they have heat either. But I'm sure they have food, blankets, and medical, and a hell of a lot more than we have here. Chris, I know you don't want to be stuck somewhere, but it's so much safer to be somewhere secure right now. Until the weather gets nicer and we figure out what's actually going on, this is our best chance. I, I don't want to miss it. Take it. My car should have enough gas left to get us there. Gas? My car's old. How old? 60 years. 60 years? Still runs on diesel. How? You're rich! Family heirloom. Grandfather was a sheriff in the 1980s or something. As long as you push it, I'll pop the clutch and we should be ready to go. Why have you failed to mention this at all before? Did I drive an antique cop car? I don't know, maybe because I fucking hate it. It's like the epitome of the whole small town do-gooder thing my family has going on. Plus, it's just kind of an ugly car. Are you embarrassed? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to her house. This is Chris of Montgomery? Yes. So you two were close. You went to her house? Her parents' house. That's where you got the car? Yes. Is the next memory ready? Yep. I do have a question, though, if you don't mind. Uh, sure. Did you see what was making the announcement? Not really. It sounded big, though. Like a tank or something. Were there any lights coming from the car? Not that I remember. Thank you. Running memory. 
Alyssa? Hi, Dad. I, I tried to call you. Why didn't you come home? Where were you? Working. Like, a job? When did you get a job? You, you were there this whole time? I was. With him? Yes. And, and who is he? My friend, look, Dad. I don't have all day and it's cold as hell out here. Can we come in? Sure. This house is huge. Do you want a drink? No, Dad, I need my car. That piece of junk? It barely runs. None of the other cars are working either, so I'm afraid you're out of luck. Let me check. Krissa! We need to talk! Krissa! My name is Reynold. Hello. Who are you? I'm just her... co-worker. So, Krissa has a job. She had one. We worked at Pegasus. And you were there for the whole month? Yeah. So, uh, can I offer you something to drink? I'm good. Do you know what's going on? What do you mean? Well, it's just... A lot of stuff is going on outside here. There's really, really weird stuff going on, and you just seem so... normal. Well... No, 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 no. Brave is what... No, well, not brave, but something like it. Uh, I, I can't think of the word. Like, uh, unmoved? I I'm just trying to say that, you know, I wish I had that unmoved feeling like you do. You are one weird kid. I know. The reason I'm so unmoved is because I already spoke with the governor of Illinois, and my family will be on a helicopter to Austin, Texas in less than nine hours. What's in Austin? Salvation. Oh. Did you tell Chris about this? <laughs> How could I? I tried to get the word out. I tried to contact the authorities, but there was no power in the whole city. I couldn't go out and risk the family I have left here. The flight was already scheduled, and I can't miss it. But she's here now. You're free to leave as soon as you like. Um, I was just waiting for Chris. I... She's not coming with you. Krissa has been a liability to my family for years. Taking my aid and then acting as though she could have been anything without me. But imagine the optics if I arrive in Austin without one of my children. She's not going to ruin this for me. Mr. Montgomery, I didn't mean any disrespect, but we just came here for the car. I'm not trying to argue Shut about- Shut up! You come into my house and think you have any say in what my daughter does? I think I'll just wait outside. I know who you are. Your type? Where were you from, uh, Reynold? You look way too old to be working at the shopping mall, so something must have really gotten screwed up along the way. What was it? Flunked out of school? Shot up heroin? Robbed a store? Killed someone? Spent all your money gambling, drinking, fucking girls like Krissa so you can fill some sort of void? Everyone is. What is it? It's always one of those. You know why I know exactly who you are? Because it is my job to keep the working people safe from people like you. Normal people who know how to deal with their problems rationally and without destroying everything in their path. I can see it in your eyes. You are a degenerate. No wonder why Krissa wanted to be with you. <laughs> you don't deserve her. Ren, can you go down with the car? That's not really your car, you know. You, you can't just take it. 
Why do you care? You said it was a piece of junk. Besides, you aren't going anywhere. You're coming to Austin with us. What? Austin? A safe haven. What do you think? We don't know what that place in Millennium is like. Maybe we should... He doesn't mean both of us. Oh. Then I'm not going. You don't have a choice. We leave today and you're going to be on that plane. Thank you for saving me a spot. But I don't want it. We waited for you for a month. And, and this is how you repay us? I didn't ask you to do that. Chris, it's not a bad idea. Austin might be the better option. Maybe. Guess I'll never know. Come help me with the car. Krissa, no! Goodbye, Dad. <sighs> Enjoy Austin. Well, that wasn't what I was expecting. Yep. Old man rung my bell. He was an asshole. Seemed like a... What was he, a lawyer? A politician. Ah, I understand. You know, I always wanted to be a politician, but I could never be that ruthless. He was the only one I met. Well, they're all like that. Assholes. Sure. So where'd you go next? My apartment. And your car you got there? It actually worked? Yeah. We didn't know it shouldn't have, but it was just that old. Wow. Lucky break. <laughs> Last one of those. What happened once you got to your apartment? A lot. I brought Chris up so she could sit down and rest. I went to see if I could turn the power on. Memory cued. Run it. Fucking squatters jumped me. Oh my god, are you alright? How long was I gone? Maybe like two hours? I was this close to coming to get you. Well, I'm glad you didn't. There are some mean motherfuckers. They were saying shit about how it's humanity's fault that this is happening and that judgment day will come, whatever. Then, as I was trying to get past them, they hit me with a piece of plywood. I, I got knocked out and then I came back up here. Jeez. So no power? I guess not. Are you sure you're alright? I'm fine. A little bruised. I just don't have my wallet, but I don't even know if that matters anymore. I couldn't even get to the power room. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know. It's it's okay. We can find another heat source. Break out the stove? Hell yeah. I dreamt about the mall. Well, you're passed out? Yeah, but I wasn't in the mall. Well, I was like watching the mall. I was this uh, floating orb that was levitating and seeing what was going on under me. What did you see? Time. Like, time passing, people coming, going, dying and being born, killing and being killed. It was all there displayed in front of me and it, I don't know, it, it hurts. Not like pain, but it felt like I was missing out on life. Being stuck, wishing I could be somewhere with them. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It tells me you have severe FOMO. What? what? You don't know what... I'm not telling you then. But why? I... <sighs> Come on. I bare my soul to you and you just make fun of me and use... <laughs> what is it? Fomer? Well, now it's absolutely Fomer. <laughs> Wait, no. Come on. I'll remember this time. What? What is it? Nope. You are so... <laughs> Annoying. 
Maybe if you ask nicely, I'll tell you. I am not going to do that. Well, then I guess you'll never know. <laughs> you can see them all from here. It's pretty clear now. It's all lit up. Can we please not talk about them all tonight? It's been the only thing on my mind lately, and it's tiring. Let's just go back. You feel it too, then? Yes. Fuck that place. Yeah. It's like the Venus flytrap of Dayton. Or all of Illinois. It seems like it. Are we gonna be like Tara? I don't think so. Why? Because we are dead. But now that it has us, it won't let go. It wants us to go back. Then it will kill us. Are you sure that's what it wants? How else can it get revenge? But why? We didn't do anything. Chris, what else did you do in the mall after you left the office? I told you everything already. I, I can't really remember it now, but... <laughs> well, what's wrong? What's wrong? My leg. Sorry. It felt like something shocked it. Your ankle. That fucking plant. You can't go back to the mall. We won't. Don't make any promises you can't keep. I'm not. Let's just move away from the window, please, and... Maybe sit on the couch? Yeah, yeah, sure. Ren, what if it brings us back? Then it brings us back. But we can try at least. What if we don't make it? And we don't. What if only one of us makes it? Or we get separated? We should find a way to keep track of each other. If I ever lose you, I'll... Leave a trail of Christmas ornaments on car-side mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> I can find a radio, walkie-talkies, maybe they will get phones working again. I can call camps or something. I'll make a massive flag that says, Hi, Ren, it's Chris, and wave it around. <gasps> I'll make thousands of paper airplanes with the dumbest jokes you've ever seen on them. That would draw a lot of danger towards you. I wouldn't care. What if... Are you religious? Protestant. So you believe in heaven? Uh, yeah. For the most part. That's nice. Something to look forward to? Sure. What about you? You said you like uh, astrology. Yeah. I've always been into that stuff. It's dumb, but it was escapism for me. Thinking about the stars and planets and our place in the universe was always somewhat beautiful to me. Anytime I was having a rough day, I'd read my horoscope and it would put my mind at ease, or at least put it in perspective. See the bigger picture. Is there anything in astrology that explains what happens when you die? Well, astrology isn't a religion, but from what I've seen, lots of people think that your soul just leaves your body and you become a free spirit. You can go anywhere, see the universe. Some people believe in resurrection or reincarnation. I don't think I want that. I'd rather just fly up into space and float there and watch. Well, if all else fails, we're both going up. I'll meet you halfway. We can just 
explode in space as two energy spirits or whatever. <laughs> we'll be interwoven with the stars. Dancing and laughing as we spin wildly through them. And if we ever get separated on Earth? All we need to do is look up. And we'll see one another up there. In the stars. Yeah. Good. There's a lot going through my head, considering what we've been through the past month. And our lives were not that great before this, either. <laughs> God, we are broken, huh? Yeah. But I think we fit pretty good together. Okay. I'm sorry, I don't want to make this awkward, but... I have to know what this is. What are we... Because we barely knew each other. Well, we knew each other, and we joked around, but it's different. We were just talking about some really deep stuff, and I just want to... If we keep going, I need to know how we stand. It hasn't been that long, and a lot has happened in the past month, and I just... Are you... Am I supposed... Do you want to be... Oh my god, I can't fucking talk. I get it. For now, I think I need someone I can be close to. I need that thing that keeps two people together. I, I, I don't think it's love, and it's not attraction. It's like being in a plane crash, and out of the 200 people on that plane, only you and one other person make it. And that, it's that, whatever it is, it's what I'm holding on to. To be uh, together, does that make sense? Yes. Oh my god, yes, because I... I get it. I think we're at the same place. Good. Alright. Now. What is not completely covered in mold in your kitchen? Let's practice our scavenging. You are really weird. Is that a bad thing? Did I say it was? <laughs> That was... cute. Fuck you. Whoa, I was being genuine. I felt all the emotions and how absolutely confused both of you were. Is there a point to this? What did you two mean when you were talking about the mall? It was watching us. Watching you? I don't think you would understand. I think you would be surprised about how much I can understand. Wanna bet on it? Sure, I'm all in. Not now, though. We're almost out of time and we got some more questions about what we saw. Detaching. How do you feel? Different. Lightheaded. Nauseous. Stars in my eyes. I'll get a nurse to check on you in a bit. Those are common side effects for the dosage. If anything gets worse, just let me know. Sure. So when did you meet Victoria Marsh and Juliet Sawyer? After that, at the camp, we drove. We passed a lot of hurt people and burned down houses. We didn't see them on the way, though. All right, we'll pick up there next time with your arrival at the camp. Doctor, do you have any questions? Nope, nothing for me. Thank you, Reynold. Until next time. Okay. Thank you, Reynold. I'm sorry for your loss. Debriefing of the first session. So what are you thinking? Why did you do that? Do what? Say that you are sorry for his loss? It's so unprofessional. Also, why did you bring up a trial? There isn't going to be one. Not really. They have already deemed him guilty. 
I'm just trying to give him some hope, and with all due respect, Doctor, I'm in charge of the interrogation. You're in charge of the vitals and notes. Have you ever done something like this before? No. Why would I? I was brought in to help with the machine. And to keep you in check. Let me do my job. You just lied to him to give him hope. You're too soft. You can't let your guard down. It's what he wants. When he's confirmed, you will be glad I warned you. You don't know that for sure. That's why we're here. Because we don't know. That's our job. I can't have you jumping to conclusions. Just get out of my way and let me do all the talking. Absolutely not. And don't you say anything different. Because we both know you can't do shit to silence me. Give your debrief, doctor. I think Reynolds is delusional. His mind isn't in the right place to do this. He didn't lie, though. This machine is not reliable at all. We have absolutely no idea if those were real or not. I can't trust it yet. Not until we have more proof. Do you think he killed him? I don't know, but that's not what I'm here for. Subject of recording 1A did not show any immediate indication of change, but here are my notes to keep track of. The subject seemed delusional. At points, he would look up at the ceiling and then look straight back down again, and I only counted five times he actually made eye contact with the special agent. He was cuffed, but his hands were still. In fact, most of his movements were small and extremely slow. This is in the report, but I want to state it here as well. The subject came in with ilium burns on the front of his hands, shoulders, and back of his neck. Side note, Chris Montgomery, one of the victims, seems to have had an injury that could be caused by them all. I will keep track of it. I will also note if any of those scars on Reynolds move or change in future recordings. That it? No. The mall. This is a hot zone that has already been documented by the BOP. The subject was inside the mall during nightfall, and we know that this mall That is classified information. In this operation, we cannot discuss the specifics of any area outside of Millennium Park, especially if it's about a hot zone. You don't think that mall is going to come into play? The way they talk about it? We know that Krissa was injured in the mall, which could come up later. You better hope it doesn't. I was not briefed on whether or not we can talk about anything other than Millennium Park. Wasn't this whole session about everything but the camp? This was a test to see if the machine works. Yeah. Human memories may be volatile, but scientific evidence is less so. If this works, we'll have a perfect combination of both. But there are rules we have to follow. Don Fisher concluding recording 1A from Millennium Park.